Time bomb, folks, because it's time for WPOV Global. We're about to explode all over this place, all over the interweb. I'm your host, the legend T. James Logan. With me, the man who's only the gentleman that I know, Elio Canella. Elio, say hi to the good folks. How's it going, listeners? Now, hey, I got to ask, how's that week been going for you, Elio? Was it a strong one, good one? What are we talking? Oh, my, my week was pretty good. I, I got to see, like, pretty much... Every show, uh, I actually uh, sat down earlier. I was started watching um, Masters of the Craft, the ROH show that took place on Sunday night. Holy smokes, that's even more than I did! Wow. <laughs> um, I got to tell you, folks, you can't see us right now, but if you could, for the last couple of weeks, I've been calling uh, Elio a goddamn hippie. But it looks like he cut his hair, he got rid of that rat's nest on his face that he called a beard, and I now did, he would... he looks like a gentleman. TJ suggested I grow a mullet. What? I suggested a mullet, <laughs> and uh, I guess you realized how crazy your hair was getting and thought, yeah, maybe it's time to go clean as a peach. <laughs> Anyways, Elio, it's good to see you, my friend. I'll tell you, this has been a rough week for me, okay? Oh. Today is officially on this show, episode 25. This is my 25th episode in a row. I have not missed an episode yet. Wow. Ha- wow. However, I'm going to say today was almost that first day where two hours ago, I was almost like... I don't want to do an episode. I don't want to do anything. I, I'm just like, I want to go home and sleep and just forget everything. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit of a rough week, folks. There's all kinds of, you know, there's like some sickness drama going on in our family. There's, there's. It was my son's birthday. There was all kinds of crazy stuff that up and down, up and down. And I did watch wrestling, yeah. But it was rough. And, and, and it, we came into the show here and I'm thinking... You know, usually by now I've got like uh, tons of notes I've taken and I've, I've took all my, you know, like I've made little bullet points of what analyses that I have. But I'll tell you, I'm coming in today and uh, Elio can probably see in front of me. I ain't got no notes. I ain't got Jack. <laughs> but I have yep. watched the wrestling. I do have an opinion. And uh, I get, you know what? There's two things, brother. Two things that brought me on today's show that made me not think, oh, I don't want to do it today and come up with some lame excuse. Ooh, the two th- what are those two? One was you, Elio. My okay. my brother, you've been here since, since what, episode six? And, uh, Something like that. Yeah, you've had my back every week, and we've had fun. And I was, pl- I was plucked out of the jungles of uh, Russia where I was teaching the natives about the sport of professional wrestling. You're right. You were rescued by Little Big. You saw <laughs> them. They brought you on tour, got you out of Russia. They, they, heard, about yep. me. they heard about me pseudo-stalking. I'm not sure what that's all about. <laughs> uh, of them. And they said, hey, this guy's into wrestling. You're into wrestling. Boom. They matched us up together, and here we are. Um, you're one of the reasons because you have never let me down. So I felt like I can't let down Elio. Uh, mm-hmm. and second of all, believe it or not, the fans, um, you know, we've seen the numbers. People are out there. You're listening to us. They're not exactly the most talking to us at all, but 
you guys have been, <laughs> I know. yeah, that kind of hurts us, but, um, you have been listening. So obviously, uh, you give a crap about what we're talking about and you're kind of curious to see, and, and, and I, I just always want to say this to fans who, who listen to these kind of podcasts, me and Elio don't do this because we think, oh, we're so smart and we know all this junk and we're experts. No, we have an opinion about what we see. And we know that yep. it's the same as why sometimes I listen to other podcasts of people because I'm curious of how other people see stuff and do I see it the same way? And do I share yeah, the likes? I've been listening to uh, I did listen to different ones. I mean, I'm listening to one called Pot of Thunder, all about uh, Kiss. They review every Kiss song. Pot of Thunder. Pot of Thunder. Wow, that sounds like a bad bathroom break from Roll Aids. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> wow, what is it with you in the toilet humor lately, Elio? First, you got Pot of Thunder. Last week, you were blue balling everybody, or sorry, <laughs> black balling everybody. I, I I don't know what's going on. Where is your mind these days? <laughs> Yes, I only came back to abuse Elio for an hour. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> no, I tell you, folks, uh, that is one of the great things about wrestling. And I think Elio is probably going to agree with this. But uh, El- wrestling is kind of that one kind of fun consistency. I mean, no matter how mm-hmm. bad things go, no matter how rough your week is or good or bad or whatever, there's always some good wrestling that kind of attracts you in takes you away for a little while and wrestling so that you never leaves your side that's right and i'm not sure what to say that as being a married man if i've been <laughs> cheating on wrestling or wrestling's been cheating on me i'm not sure but uh <laughs> you know what i get that quote from a friend of mine i'm not sure what to say right now but i do have a question for you elio i was thinking about wrestling today and this is yes, a, I, i'm gonna talk um i'm gonna talk a little bit about uh why wrestling and how wrestling became so big to me and i as i'm talking i want you to think in your head what is it and fans i would love this if there's any fans out there listening to send in and answer this question too okay the question's mm-hmm. simple what is it that really got you that made wrestling more i mean yeah we could turn on there's guys rolling around in spandex and stuff like that is there a wrestler is there something that happened and now for me i'm going to tell my story i'm letting elio get a chance to think of what it was for him Okay. For, right. for me, uh, I'm going to click back to 1984. I was 14 years old. Wrestling was a fun weekend thing all the time. I saw Stampede Wrestling every Saturday. Mm-hmm. I also saw uh, a little show called Maple Leaf Wrestling uh, that the mm-hmm. WWE did. And fans, that was absolute craptacular. It was like you got to see mid-card guys beat nobodies every week. You never even <laughs> yep. got to see the big guys, you know? Um, yep. One of my favorite stories is, and I'm going to take this with a grain of salt and laugh at myself, because if you can't laugh at yourself, who can you laugh at? But mm-hmm. 14 years old, and I'm such a great wrestling fan, that one day I pick up a uh, wrestling magazine, okay? And on the cover of the wrestling magazine was Dusty Rhodes dressed in leather, and it said, taking care of business to her, right? Now... At that point, I had never seen Dusty Rhodes, and I had also never seen Hulk Hogan. So I thought mm-hmm. this was Hulk Hogan. I thought, well, Hulk Hogan's oh. kind of fat, but okay, I guess he's pretty oh. popular. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so uh, th- knowing what I know about wrestling today, and a lot of guys will tell you, I could sit for hours and tell you about the wrestling I've watched. I've watched crap loads of it, and, and uh, I've retained a lot of it. But uh, I started off at 14 years old thinking that Dusty Rhodes mm-hmm. was Hulk Hogan. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Because, hey, he never showed up on w- on Maple Leaf Wrestling, so I had no clue. So what really got me into wrestling, What f- the, the one thing that tipped it over for me, was uh, a tape I watched in 85 or 86. 
by then I'm 16, 17 year, you know, years old. And I go back and I get this tape which featured Dynamite Kid versus Tiger Mask from New York in 81 and 82. There was three different matches on this. Now, I knew Dynamite Kid because he was, uh, growing up in the Stampede wrestling area, he was a regular. You know, He was also an international Japanese star, but he also wrestled quite a bit in Stampede in Calgary. So I knew who he was. But there was something about those series of matches, Elio, that for me elevated wrestling to even up to levels I never thought before. That there was something about those matches and the way they were done and what I saw there that etched in my heart that I'd always be a wrestling fan. So I'm going to kick it off to you, Elio. Can you remember? Was it a what wrestler? What event? What was it that clicked okay. in you and made so, you the wrestling fan you are today? Mine was in 1984. I was 10 years old, and it was a lot. It had to have been the last week of January because I walked into school and everyone was talking about Hulk Hogan winning the championship from the Iron Sheik. And I'm trying to figure out who's this Hulk Hogan character. And so they're all looking at me like I'm like I'm some sort of an alien. Like, you don't know who Hulk Hogan is. I'm like, sorry. At least you didn't think he was Dusty Rhodes. But anyways, go on. <laughs> so so that so that Saturday I'm tuning I'm tuning in at twelve PM. Uh, I, I started my little ritual every Saturday, twelve PM lunch and WBF wrestling challenge and then at 12 and Maple Leaf Wrestling at 1. And then they'd have a, the Saturday Night one at 7 p.m. That was pretty cool. That was uh, the one you were mentioning. Yes. Yes, uh, Saturday Night Main Event. So, no, the Maple Leaf Oh, Maple Leaf, sorry, thanks. On, sorry, sorry. I was... Yeah, no, Saturday Night's Main Event, um, I, started, I started hearing about that. Not in 85, but like around 86. Yeah. So my, the first one I remember vividly is when Jake the Steak uh, did the heat break the steamboat on the concrete floor. He had it coming. so that what about that what about hulk hogan uh what about that whole scenario what made that click in to go this is what i'm going to be a wrestling fan for life well because like uh, that was memorable because um for me because why um hearing about that match i went and checked it out and then i started seeing like all the other all these other guys on my screen every saturday Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I like this. I didn't get into this. So I started just started watching it from there. Excellent. You know what, fans? Just took off. You probably all have a story. If you're listening to this, um, I'm pretty sure you didn't download our podcast because you thought, oh, I love two weird looking fellows with glasses talking about <laughs> wrestling. I'm pretty sure you're a wrestling fan. Well, well they, they can't really see us. They can only hear us. That is true. But I'm sure they, I'm sure they can picture the us uh, yeah i just imagine a mullet think of a mullet and you've got elio before the haircut <laughs> anyways um you're like the deaners hey we're like the deaners aren't we anyways, oh, no. Um, <laughs> no i i don't even know how how i would describe this um but anyhow yet you, you tuned in because you wanted to hear about wrestling and that's what we're going to talk about a little bit more today now we always go in mm-hmm. we talk about shows we talk about things and uh today we're gonna we're gonna talk about a little bit about some of the things we see in these shows um what way is working for us? What is not? What's kind of cool? What sucks ass? Well, we're going to find out. But first of all, let's t- dig into the vault and talk. Well, I don't, no, I'm not saying the word vault. Let me say let us dig in to our reams of paper that I know you have. Elio, let's talk some news. I know you got some rumblings. Tell us all about it, bro. Oh, we only have a, a few to mention. We have uh, one piece of news from AEW. Apparently, Turner's... Uh, is set to present the uh, AEW at their upfronts uh, with, uh, while there's no um, contract uh, definitely signed, it, 
it's believed that AEW's destination will be TNT and it is said to be the biggest non-WWE-related contract since WCW. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that like full circle? I mean, TNT was, you know, back in the day, Turner Broadcasting made WCW. Then they dropped it because they didn't want to be a wrestling show. And now they're coming back again. Now, what did you, what did, would you say the AEW would be, would be airing though? I mean, I don't know, Monday Night Wars 2.0? I don't know. I really don't think it, how, okay, I know so many. I don't think you can really do that no, again. I don't think, I don't think it's a, a play, a level playing field whatsoever. I mean, let's face it, no matter how good AEW might be, they're basically like, they're like a toy soldier walking in against the American army. It, it's it's overwhelming. And yeah, maybe they're going to make a tiny little cut and maybe they'll get some fans. But if you think that just because they're going to throw a couple shows and maybe get a TV deal, they're going to topple the WWE empire, you are on the crazy juice, my friend. And you should probably put the bong down because this, this is not good. Not good. And there, there, actually there are two new signings. Um. Hikaru Shida, it was a Japanese wrestler. Hikaru Shida was signed to their women's uh, di- division, mm-hmm. as well as indie wrestler Darby Allen is is a new signee to AEW. Now you know what? Uh, it's so funny that you brought up Darby Allen because today I was thinking about how lately I've been a little sour on Jimmy Havoc and his nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I thought. I don't want people to think that I don't like wrestlers with edgy characters and stuff like that. Because in my head, I start thinking about Darby Allen, who I've enjoyed a lot. He does uh, a lot of hard stuff. I don't know if you've seen this guy or not, or not Elio. But I've never really seen him. I've only seen his pictures. I haven't really seen any of his matches, though. Um, he tends to throw himself into a lot of harm. Oh, wow. But okay. he's also not like a blood and guts staple to so the So you see, he's not Jimmy Havoc no. style. He's like... Okay. Yeah, I, I'm not sure how I would describe him, but fans, I like him. He's a smaller guy. He really wrestles his heart out. And uh, he's willing to do stuff where I would not do, no matter how much you paid me. Uh, Darby Allen, I think that's a, a really interesting signing. I can't say... He's not the biggest guy in the world, so I can't say that he's going to make, like, a giant... Um, you know, like, it's. I can't say he's going to be, like, catch the world by, by the tail, but I think <laughs> he's going to be interesting. As for the woman wrestler... Um, she was a name. It's sometimes hard to, you know, unless you're in a big forum to recognize a lot of women wrestlers. I did look her up, and she's a solid hand, and she's definitely got oh. the potential to be right up there. So, interested in her. Okay. okay, she's no Io Shirai though. But then nobody's Io Shirai in my eyes. <laughs> okay, anyways, go on. Right. And uh, we have. I know you're going to be upset by this, but we have one injury to report. Oh. Rhea Ripley is out with in, an injury. She wrestled Kitty Cadenzaro at the WrestleMania Access and was spotted wearing a walking boot following the match. And after undergoing um, uh, more tests, uh, she's expected to be out of action for up to eight weeks. You know that Rhea Ripley is my WWE NXT UK equivalent of Io Shirai. She is yes, she is amazingly beautiful. I love this girl. And it makes me mm-hmm. upset that she's hurt. Um I hope it's minor because we need to see more Rhea Ripley back on on uh on TV. Yeah, hopefully it's not serious, but uh eight weeks, so it doesn't seem to be as that serious. Well you know what? It, it also so, it also it's a torn torn ligament torn. is what it says. Okay, well you know what it also kind of get illustrates how unfair life can be. I mean Rhea Ripley gets hurt and Ginny still wrestles? Uh, what's going on? Anyways, um, <laughs> go on. 
How does that work? Yeah, how, how does that, that work? work? There's I no justice. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, that was that was uh, all we have for new for rumblings. Okay. Well, you know what? Uh, usually at this time we take a look at our poll. We uh, run a poll mm-hmm. every week. This week, fans. And okay, before I give the numbers on this poll, I want to ask what you thought. Uh, we asked, was the um, was the G One Super Show in MSG awesome, or just another show? What did you think, Elio? I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was uh, again. This was my first G One Super Card, uh, and I didn't think it was that bad. The opening match was pretty solid, as all Jeff Cobb matches are, and um. Uh, I could have done without the Bully Ray match, but that's a whole other story. Mm-hmm. Other than that, uh, I thought it was uh, pretty good. Well, you know what? I thought it was a. Re- I would have put it under awesome because I thought up and down it was a solid card. I mean, the yep. ROH guys were good. The New Japan mm-hmm. guys were awesome. I mean, this wasn't like you know they sent some guys in and they just kind of slugged through some matches. These dudes put on a show, and uh, I re- so I, I fans. You know what? Yeah, you let me down on this one because. Forty-four percent of you put awesome. Fifty-six percent said lame. How do you call it? Just another show. Oh, that's such. That was that was my first. That was a, like uh, me going to my first WrestleMania, which was eighteen. Mm-hmm. To me, that was awesome because I was there live. Yeah. Like even though that card might not have been the best, but just being there live. Well, I think if you looked at the entire card, except you're right, the bully Ray stuff was a little bit. Uh, but the rest of that card, there was some solid matches. There's two matches yep. we put into the vault for free Pete's sakes on there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there was two matches that came close to being nominated. So mm-hmm. I don't know what you fans wanted. Nobody blew up. Nobody chainsawed each other. <laughs> I'm not sure what you wanted out of this. But it sure in the heck was better than the over-bloated long WrestleMania, you know. And actually, uh, just to go back to the rumblings for a minute, mm-hmm. uh the the main event the one the four names that main evented um that uh, super card will be back for the G one climax in uh Dallas Texas on uh, July sixth. Sounds like well read out those names. Do you have them? Just for the fans who don't know. Um, let's see. I I don't believe I have the names. I know Kazuchika Okada will be there. And will Naito? That's one name. Naito. Uh, Naito. And I'm gonna guess that. We said the ter- the first four, right? The first four, the the main eventers. Okay, so then we're also looking at uh, Abushi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kota Abushi. Yes. And uh, Jay White. There you go. There's the yes. four guys. All right. Ah, uh, this will be really interesting. Um, you know, let's take a quick look right now. Okay, fans, we we got the poll. Fifty six percent said lay, said it was kind of nah. Forty four percent awesome. The forty four percent you're smart. The fifty six percent of you put down the pipe. All right, um, <laughs> uh, let's move in to New Japan right now, since we're already sort of oh, yeah. slightly talking about it. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, the road to Dontaku has been started. That's how you say it. I'm like, I've, I've been mispronouncing it all weekend. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. My wife asked me who's Don's tacos and why am I watching him? And I'm like, no, <laughs> this has nothing to do with that. Okay, now, obviously, I th- I'm not sure yet who... Um, because I haven't looked in hard enough yet, and we're going to have to, it'll become obvious. A lot of these road to matches set up uh, what's going to be on the actual Dontaku match, right? So okay. you're going to see Okada in six men, eight men, even maybe tag team matches. And on mm-hmm. the other side will be the guy that he's going to face uh, at Dontaku. And I'm not sure who it is. I'm having a feeling it's either Sonata or Naito. Okay. okay? And uh, 
if it's not, I don't, to be honest, I think it's going to be Sonata because Naito's a little quick. You know, you want to milk that out for a bigger card. You know, okay. Sonata, solid guy, but not exactly in the upper echelon. So this is a chance for him to rise up and make a great showing of himself. This could be, make him a superstar if he comes out looking good with, against Okada. He doesn't even have to win. He just puts on a solid performance. He's made himself mm-hmm. a step higher in the eyes of the New Japan wrestling fans. Now, uh, this Don Taku, um, this is their next uh, big pay-per-view? Yes, Don Taku will be the next big show. Uh, big, okay. Yeah, because they don't really do pay-per-views. I mean, all that stuff you're seeing... And, right. Oh, okay, right, right. I mean, uh, folks, it's a little tough. Like, I mean, first night, I watched the first night. Yep. We talked about it. There were only two singles matches the entire time, and it was Young Lions, so they didn't mean much. And then the rest of the matches were all just six-man tag team or, or whatever. And the main event was highlighted by his 10-man tag match. A 10-man match. tag match, you know. So, wow. um, And there was no English commentary on this one. Made it a little bit rough. To sit through all that Japanese. It did. That, that, that was what that took me three tries to get through it. I know. I mean, I'm used to it after years of doing this, but I get what it's like. Um, mm. So, Don Taku definitely will be a bigger show, the actual show itself. It will have Kevin Kelly doing English in it, so that'll be good. Um, but let's talk really quickly. Let's preview these first four guys entering into the G1. Okay? Okay. Now, uh, we take a look at uh, Naito, who he seems like he's been on the cusp of the last year or two of breaking out even higher. He's extremely popular. Mm. He's got a great move set. He looks good in there. He would be a guy that I would think would be someone to keep your eye on that he could take this tournament and make himself number one contender for Wrestle Kingdom. I could see that easily. Um, Okada has it rough, okay? The champ going into the G1 is always a tough thing. He has 10 matches to face. If he manages to lose any of those matches... That guy gets a title shot against him. So if he so who the the person that beats him gets a title shot. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean they'll be the person who faces at Wrestle Kingdom. It means that you know the next Don Taco type show or whatever they'll be oh, okay. they'll get a title shot. Okay? okay. So he's got a target on his back. If he's not careful, he could have you know ten dudes lined up to take shots at him. Right? Potentially. Oh no. <laughs> if he wins, and I'm not sure how this is even a win, but if he manages to win the G1 as champion. He gets to choose who he defends the belt against at Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, so that's an interesting kind of thing too. If I was him, I'd put so this, Di- is, Jado, this is setting Agedo. this is setting up. A, Sorry, this is setting up next year's Wrestle Kingdom. Yep. Then as well. This is always it. The nice. winner of the G One becomes the guy who gets to fight in the main event at Wrestle Kingdom. Okay. okay. Now, Jay White. I'm not sure if this is Jay White's year for this tournament. Although a solid tournament. Might keep him in the eyes of people. I think he looked great in his last couple matches, mm-hmm. but I still think there's a lot of people who don't see him as a superstar yet. And I mean, it was surprising to see him lose the title that that uh, quick, yeah. At the yeah, that quick. Now, I I don't see him in my prediction for him. I don't see Jay White winning this tournament. I see him doing a solid, strong showing, but I don't see him winning it. And let's take a look at the fourth guy in there, Koto Abushi. Now, Abushi. This is the first year in a long, in probably his career, I think, that he actually has signed a full-time deal with New Japan. He's been in and out, he's been guesting, he's been, you know, but he hasn't had a full-time, which is probably why we haven't seen him carry a belt in a long time. Now he's the Intercontinental Champion. Um, I think he is going to do okay in this tournament, but I don't think he's going to make it to the quarterfinals. That's my prediction. I th- I'm sorry, Kudabushi is uh, the Intercontinental. Yes, he beat Naito. Remember at the Super at the G1 Super Show. 
Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes, yes. yes that's right. Now yes, he yes. also has it hard because every person that he loses to during the tournament, he has to give a title shot to down the road. Also. Oh. Wow. So the champions going, any champion entering this uh, tournament uh, runs that risk, and that includes oh. that includes the the heavyweight champion, o- Okada. That includes um, the intercontinental, intercontinental champion. champion. That includes the U.S. Be. champion. Who is their U.S. champion right now? Is it still Juice oh, Robinson? Wow. I think it might still be Juice Robinson. I can't remember right now. But if he loses okay. any matches in the tournament, and he had a rough G1 last year. He won like two matches. If he goes in with that, it means he could have eight contenders again if he has the same year. Um, so how, how, how does this one work? Because they just had day one. Like when is day two coming out? Sorry, of G1? Of, uh, oh, Don Tacos. Yeah. Okay, the, the, the road to Don Tacos are just basically like... I guess the best way fans to be put it is imagine that the WWE was coming to uh, New York for WrestleMania. Right. Okay. All the little house shows along the way are the road to <laughs> WrestleMania. So basically, oh, all the Don Taco road to shows are the are just the little kind of setting up what could happen, kind of tantalize, titillate you a bit to watch what's coming on, but they usually don't because, have any repercussions. Because the road to uh, WrestleMania had, had day one, day two, day three, all in all. Yeah, the other. yeah, and I'm not sure how they do it. To be honest, I don't know what the New Japan um, schedule is like. Uh, it could be just four or five uh, days. It could be one day. Hell, it could be 20 days. So we're going to have to see. Um, the last thing I wanted to say is, as we were talking about champions going into G1, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Will uh, I guess Jeff Cobb, uh, you know, he's got the open weight championship for them. If he loses once, he has to put it up. And here's the crazy part. The Gorillas of Destiny are the current tag team champions. A- yep. And usually every year, um, uh, Tama Tonga enters. Now, as mm-hmm. tag team champion, if Tama Tonga loses any of the matches he's in, the person who beats him gets a tag team title shot with whatever partner he wants against the Gorillas oh. of Destiny. Oh, wow. So champions, champions have it rough going into G1. <laughs> wow. And imagine G1 is also a round-robin tournament where you're going to face 10 other guys, and then you go on to the semis and the quarters. So basically this thing runs over almost an entire month, and you're wrestling. Wow. You're Not only are you wrestling almost every day, you wrestle... <laughs> Uh, one day in the tournament, and then the next day mm-hmm. is the preview of the upcoming turn of who you're. Suppose like, uh, suppose you're Jeff Cobb. The first night, say you face Will Ospreay for the turn in the okay. tournament. Then the next okay. night, suppose in two nights from then you're scheduled to face Tanahashi. Well, the next night you're going to face Tanahashi in a tag team match to give the fans a sample of what's coming. Oh, okay. yeah. So that's how that works. Okay. So we have the first four entries. Um, so far, as we're sitting today, I'm going to make the prediction of these four guys. I do. I think Naito is going to win. Okay. Okay. He, I think he will win the tournament. Um, I don't think Okada will. I think Jay White will have a stronger showing than people expect. And I think that Ibushi will not have the best showing, but he'll have an, a half ass showing. Okay. All right. So. Fans, that is our look at New Japan Wrestling this week. Uh, let's go over to ROH. Let's talk about this week's ROH TV program. ROH this week, okay. So, um, actually, I I had mentioned I was watching Masters of the Craft over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, not over the weekend. Actually. Sorry, what did you call uh, it? Masters of the Craft. Oh, ROH. I think you said Masters of the Beats. Got it. Okay, Masters of the Craft. <laughs> Got it. I was like... Come on, you're such a dirty guy. Where's your mind? Such a dirty guy. Where's your mind? Where's your mind? 
Okay, so for our which I I did see Master of the Craft. I didn't watch all of it, but uh, the show after that we had Shane Taylor defeating Luchasaurus, and um, well, this was just a way way you expect from a Shane Taylor match. Wasn't much. I'm not a Shane Taylor fan. No, but you know what? Do you think Luchasaurus is really a luchador mixed with a dinosaur? Do you think they really did that? <laughs> no, no. Okay, okay. I, don't know. I, I I dig him. I, I actually dig Luchasaurus. Fans. Yeah, he, he, he has that look. Uh, he has an unique look. You know, fans who who haven't seen Luchasaurus, check this guy out. He's like he must be what like six two, six three. Uh, he's a great big dude who's painted himself kind of green. So he looks like he's kind of an alien, but he's dressed all in green. And he, and, and his story is, I guess, he's, he's half dinosaur or something. I'm not sure. But mm-hmm. he is Luchasaurus, and he's hilarious as hell. And he's a pretty good wrestler. Uh, Shane Taylor, um, I like to think of him as a colossal waste of uh, oxygen and food. All right. Yo. Then, then we had a uh, Women of Honor's tag team match. Sumi Sakai and Mayuri Watani defeating Kitty Forbes and Maserati. And during the match, Allure came out. And, uh, of course, they ended up distracting, uh, distracting, uh, I think, I'm not sure who it was, it was, if it was Forbes or Maserati, one of them, mm-hmm. but, uh, they were spraying hair, hairspray or whatever in their eyes. The hairspray in the eyes trick. Uh, I've seen that many And then in the, in the main event, now, I believe this was the first, um, match on the road to the Crockett Cup. Okay. And it was the Briscoes defeating the team of Jeff Cobb and Willie Mack. Big team. Big teams, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Willie Mack and Jeff Cobb. You're looking at two big boys who throw people around. Any time Jeff Cobb and Willie Mack does a moonsault, yes. I just like, sit there and like, how do they do that? They're I just like, when they do the moonsault. <laughs> and let's face it, the Briscoes, Briscoes are always a danger for any kind of tag team just out there. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out the Briscoes' heels or faces or what. Or are they They're called tweeners, tweeners, man. They okay, are okay. they are badass dudes who just do whatever the hell they want, and they're so talented you like them. I mean, I'm, I'm masters of the craft. They had their their they had their share of the fans uh, cheering for them. Well, how can you you know? It's like when you see a great wrestler, yeah. you gotta cheer. Them. Yep. You know who never? No, that's what I was. Go ahead, okay, sorry. No, I was saying that's why I was trying to figure like are they heels faces? They had their share of fans at uh, on Sunday night. Well. But it was, that was, they're, they're pretty good. I like them. What would you give the show overall this week? I'm going to give it a B. A B? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd give it a solid B. I mean, one of the things I, I find weird is how mm. ROH is recognizing NWA stuff. Nick Aldis keeps showing up. Now they got guys yes, going to um, the Crockett Cup. It's like on Sunday, on Sunday night, um, they had the commentary up the t- the top of the stage and through the whole... Um, like, well, until his match, Nick Aldis was just standing there. And, uh, he defended his uh, championship against Cole Cabana, who won by DQ. Now, here's the thing is, I don't understand why ROH is given NWA. I mean, NWA better be paying a lot of money, because ROH mm-hmm. doesn't need NWA. Just saying. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's, that's confusing. Like, since when did the NWA championship become defended on an ROH uh, event? Yeah, that's it's just weird to me, but... You know what? Uh, yeah, this week's show in ROH, I'll give it a sol- solid B, too. Mm-hmm. All right? Now, fans, we're going to take a quick break here. 
when we get back, we're going to talk some NXT UK. We're going to talk some Impact and some MLW. We're going to act like we know some stuff, which we really don't. Oh, the usual <laughs> crap. But anyways, we'll see you fans in uh, a few minutes. All right, stay tuned. Hello, this is Miguel Cole from the Wrestling POV Podcast. Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global is affiliated with the Collar and Elbow brand. Go to CollarandElbowBrand.com and save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Collar and Elbow has t-shirts, hoodies, sunglasses, and more. And the best part, you're helping out your local indie wrestlers. And you're helping out the best wrestling podcast of all, Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global. You don't want to miss out. So save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Oh my goodness! This is Flip Gordon, and you are listening to Wrestling POV Podcast. Oh, fans, we are back. You know what? Uh, It's time... For WWE, NXT, UK. Boy, I've seen like I'm going to throw the alphabet soup out there. But you know what? It is a fun show. And uh, let's look at this week's show because there are parts of it I really liked. And uh, as you can guess, there are parts of it that just made me go. And someone might go back in the book. Someone is definitely going back in the book. His crap is. We mentioned it. We said if he brought it up again, he would. Okay. Anyhow, Uh, (laughs) we start off our match. The Kiwi Buzzsaw. Travis Banks mm-hmm. taking on uh, Cassius Ono. Oh, no. Oh, no is right. Dude, that dude's <laughs> got to definitely wear better clothes because, oh, no, seeing him on my TV in high def is pretty gross. Um, oh, man. Interesting match. Uh, Travis Banks definitely um, – I was a little impressed. He really took it to Ono. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes Ono annoys me because it seems like he wrestles like he doesn't really – I don't know. Like he's like almost self-mocking it. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't care. Yeah, like, he's just like, yeah, I'm getting a paycheck. Here you go. I'll just do a few yeah. things. Um, yep. It was nice to see him lose. Um, mm-hmm. Bizarre-looking roll-up. I mean, looking at that, I was impressed. Like, who could ever get out of that in a three-count? Uh, Banks looking good. Uh, ono, well, he was Ono, I guess. <laughs> now, they, 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 they call this one move that he did, that Ono does, the Rubik's Cube. The Rubik's Cube. I'm like, what? Did I hear that right? I don't know. I had to go back and uh, I had to go back and listen to it. I'm like, okay, wow. Yeah, I think he did. I've never heard of. He does a hair move called the pubic's cube, but I'm not sure what that's about either. So, <laughs> anyhow, um, going on in the show now, we t- we get a, we get to see Piper Niven um, coming out and calling out Rhea Ripley, which uh, mm-hmm. I got to tell you. Uh, is major confusion in my heart because I love Rhea Ripley, but I kind of got to think for Piper Nevin. So, you know, redhead Scottish girls, eh. except Kaylee Ray, who's probably 108 right now. But anyways, um, <laughs> uh, sorry, no, I, I take that back. Kaylee Ray is pretty awesome. It's just, I, she really looks like she's been in the ringer lately. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So we get to see a squash match with Piper Nevin mm-hmm. beating up Killer Kelly. And you got to yep. know if your name's Killer Kelly, you're not going to get too far in the wrestling world. That's pretty sad. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Piper Nevin pretty much destroys her. And I, mm-hmm. I mean, it was a squash match, kids. This was like me sitting back and uh, watching Maple Leaf Wrestling kind of squash match. Yeah, I mean, I was taking down notes. I just took down two points. That's it. Yeah, she killed her. <laughs> Point number two, <laughs> they took a spatula to get Killer, Killer Kelly off the ring. Uh, yeah. Uh, we had some kind of lame. Uh, I, I'm sorry. Sometimes when guys, I don't really think that NXT has sometimes the best promos, like UK. No. And Zach Gibson and James Drake are just terrible promos. Um, I like it when they wrestle. Oh my! 
But listen. No, wait, to I it. have a question. Hold on. Yeah. I'm sorry, I have a question. Go ahead. Does James does James Drake even talk? Because it seems like it's it's yeah. Amelia that does most of the talking. It's that Gibson. Yeah. It's all the all the all the talking. Good point. Good point. Yeah, I don't know. He just really looks lost a lot, doesn't he? Yeah, and then there was an awkward interview with Mustache Mountain. They're all, their interviews are always awkward. They, yeah, it really is. Eh? They got a f- you know, they're great wrestlers. Like Mustache Mountain, uh, really fun team to watch. Most ridiculous name ever. They should be called Mustmash Mountains. That's because that's because my son <laughs> called my mustache for a long time Mustmash. He's only three, so don't judge him. Um, okay. Now, okay, you know what? The next match, Joseph Connors. He's kind of vanilla to me. He's kind of like there's nothing that it really stands out about this guy. Yeah, I don't like Joseph Connors yet. But Jack Stars, I mean, when he walked out, I was like, oh, there's the little guy that Walter killed on his debut. He's definitely getting his butt kicked. <laughs> I was just about to say, uh, like, that was the last time we saw this guy. Uh, last time we saw him, Walter was powerbombing him. They crap out of him. Yeah, so you kind of knew that Joseph Connors was going to have an easy night here. And he did, you know. Um, Jack Stars, smaller guy that just isn't talented enough to be on 205. <laughs> now, he, here's, here's something else that I, that I have a question about. Okay. Why are we seeing a promo for Dave Mastiff coming soon when we've already seen him compete? Yeah, and, like, another question is, who the hell cares? Dave Mastiff sucks. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, yeah, he's a big, tall man. He's scary if you were five foot four. Yeah, so he so he defeated Eddie Kingston or Eddie uh, whatever his name was. Was it Kingston for sure? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that yeah. Um, Dave Mastiff is um, I don't know, man. I just yeah, it was like who cares? <laughs> if yeah. you're gonna waste my time and give me a promo, give me somebody who's gonna be interesting. And it's definitely not him or Joseph Connors to be that. Um, moving on, moving on. Uh, the main event. Okay, the main event. Tony Storm. Your your favorite uh, loss to Tony Storm. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Your favorite. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you're mistaken. Uh, I wish I was. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to break <laughs> our rule here because we have no choice. We ha- It is the main event. But Tony okay. Storm had to face, yes, I'm going to say this horrible name, Jenny. And uh, Jenny is, first of all, Jenny has the most awkward female wrestling body I've ever seen. She doesn't look like a wrestler whatsoever. <laughs> Um, I'm going to say she impressed me a tiny bit because she had a few things mm-hmm. that looked cool. Uh, she mm-hmm. took it to Tony Storm. Um, but she still, she has so much stink on her for the way she's been wrestling and, and the way they built her up that she just has too much stink yep. on her for me. I, I don't like her. I don't like her at all. Yep. Tony Storm, yep. love Tony Storm. She looked great in there. She wrestled really well. And, uh, mm-hmm. I hope this means that, uh, we don't see Ginny for a while or, you know, at least in the forefront because she got her ass handed to her. She didn't really do anything special here. She didn't come out looking any better. So hopefully this is a one-off. Tony Storm's got her, got her eyes set on someone else now. Yes, please. Let's move on from this one. Now, you know what? Uh, this brings me up something really, uh, that uh, we're going to get to it, but we have somebody who's going back in the book directly Uh-oh. because of Ginny and uh, her crap and whatever. But we're going to get to that when we get to the to our um, to our book today. Book. And uh, yep. let's just say we got we promised this person had they broken our trust and did what we said they shouldn't do. If they did it, they were going back in the book. That's right. It's somebody who came out of the book. He's going back in today. I don't care if it's kicking or screaming. That that guy is going back in. All right. All right. Now you know what. Let, let's. You know, I always joke about. Uh, we've seen good wrestling. Let's hit the toilet and see impact. 
Well, yeah, it's true. Oh, well, let's hit the hits. Impact Wrestling. Oh my goodness. And you know what? No, let's see. Here, fans, before we get to this, I got to tell you this. Every week, me and Elio split up the things. Last week, I said to him, you know what? Let's let's change things up. I'll do uh, NXT UK this week. You know, you do ROH. And in my heart, I was like, I just can never see myself saying, I'll do Impact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, TJ, we seem to crap to me. <laughs> I'm afraid I have to, man. Impact is just horrible. <laughs> but go on, go on. Maybe there's something. Okay. Let's sift through the, let's slip through the turds and see if there's uh, somebody swallowed a penny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, Impact opens up with a moose defeating uh, Wentz of the Rascals uh, with a spear. I will say this. Moose looks pretty darn good lately. Uh, he mm-hmm. can still be annoying when he talks, but the guy can wrestle. I'm going to give him that. Now, now, I wonder, does it seem that he's like breaking away from Killer Cross and all that since uh, Impact turned heel? I hope so. And in my heart of hearts, he joins up with somebody named Squirrel. I need Moose and Squirrel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rocky and Bullwinkle, future tag team champion. Oh, no. He, he teams up with Rocky Romero. Oh, oh, Moose and Squirrel. All right. Next. Now, of course, we have Rob Van Dam back in Impact Wrestling, which we we put on. Next. (laughs) The next match, I'm not even going to, I'm just going to say Sue Young versus Rosemary, no contest. Next. Crap. Next. Uh, Then we had the North, uh, Ethan Page and Josh Alexander defeating El Reverso and Sheldon, I believe oh, the other one's name is. He did he, well, good old El Reverso. Now, the North. Uh, Ethan Page, I've enjoyed a little bit. I've seen potential yep. in him. Love what he's doing here. I know they've been long-time mm-hmm. tag teams. I've Josh Alexander, I've known this guy for quite a few years. I uh, mm-hmm. had a chance to interview him in a, a few times back in, way back in the past. Uh, good, okay. solid wrestler. Enjoy him. Trained by Johnny Devine. Really good wrestler. Mm-hmm. In the next match, we had... Madison Rain defeating Tessa Blanchard after Gail Kim distracted her when she was about to use a steel chair. Now, if I'm Tessa Blanchard, I have to be P.O.'d at Impact. I mean, you sign a big deal, and now you're jobbing out to every old lady they bring out there. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you know what I mean? She's going to job to Gail Kim. She's jobbed to Madison Rain. Jordan Grace has beaten her. I mean, <laughs> why did she think it was a good idea to sign with Impact? I, I don't know. They wanted to take somebody who was probably one of the best <laughs> independent women wrestlers and make them another girl. I, I don't know. And then we had our main event. It was mixed tag team match. Johnny Impact and Taya Valkyrie defeating Brian Cage and Johnny Grace with help from referee Johnny Bravo who trips up Cage, allowing Impact to follow up with a kick for the win. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, Jordan Grace, and you know, I'm starting to like um, Cage a little bit, but man, mm-hmm. Valkyrie and Morrison are just snooze. No, they need to snooze. Oh, Why are they, they don't have to, just because he's a champion, it doesn't mean he has to be in the main event every week. Yeah, especially since he's boring as crap and not very believable. He is boring. He is boring. Uh, uh this, this is why I'm not the biggest Impact fan. I mean, you've got great wrestlers on your, your card, you know, in your mm-hmm. company, and this is the main event. Um, I don't know. Um, I know one thing we didn't bring up, and believe it or not, I'm usually not a big fan of um, painfully done vignettes, but um, oh. Killer Cross and Rich and um, Willie Mack kind of intrigues oh, that's me right. a bit. Kind of intrigues me. Would Willie, that's right. Would Willie Mack turn on Rich Swan? Interesting stuff. 
That's right, because, uh, yeah, I, I was going to... I forget that was that uh, took place, uh, I believe, before uh, the match. Uh, uh, Killer Cross was talking to Willie Mack, telling him to think about his future. Mm. So, usually, you know, I would not always, like, look at that kind of junk, right? But... Mm-hmm. I don't know. That is one storyline that slightly intrigues me. So I'm going to give this week's um, this week's impact. I'm going to give it a C minus. Yeah, I'm going to go with C minus. Now, this actually that brings up a, a good point actually because in impact, don't if uh, they were to go with this, that would make Willie Mac a heel and Rich Swan a face. Where in MLW, Rich Swan is a heel. Okay, yeah. This is. I was actually going to bring that up, and I'm glad you did. This is where I find it very confusing because Rich Swan is such a strong character in both companies. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is like baby face, super in your face, baby face in Impact, but he has got this over the top, ridiculous bad guy persona going on in MLW. And it's confusing yeah. every week that they're highlighting him quite a bit on both shows. And he's teaming with the guy I can't stand. Which, which one? <laughs> Oh, wait, you, Myron Reed. Hold up, thank God, because if you said Willie Mack, I was going to have to lay the smack down on you. Because <laughs> Willie Mack rocks. Yeah, Myron Reed, eh? He's about as thick as a reed. He, uh, <laughs> terrible. Ter- let's get to them. You know what? Let's get into MLW this week. Let's talk some MLW, all right? All right? Okay. Uh, show starts off. We get to see a little bit from uh, from Battle Riot. Uh, did you end up watching Battle Riot 2 at all? Ah, uh, so I have to watch that. I'm okay. going to get to it, though. Um, I'm going to tell you, fans, Tom Lawler uh, defending against Jimmy Havoc is bloody as all hell. It's gross. Um, there's, a, I mean, Havoc takes a staple gun to Lawler's head like six or seven times. Oh, come on. Yeah, it's it's terrible. I like Lawler. He look, Lawler looks freaky, dude. He's shaved mm-hmm. clean for this match. Mm-hmm. He looks, doesn't even, like, I was like, that's Tom Lawler? That's what he looks like under there? Huh. Actually, when I, yeah, when I saw him, I was trying to share who that was because yeah. I normally see uh, Tom Lawler with uh, like uh, with his beard. Yeah, he, filthy is the best word for him. I <laughs> All right, this week's episode, we got another match that was right off of uh, Battle Riot. We got to see like uh, Brian Pillman versus MJF, mm-hmm. and uh, surprisingly, in this, okay, yeah, you wanted to bring this up, so go ahead, bring up the MJF things. What are people fans? Oh yes, on on MLW, they mentioned uh, this video with the spin floating around the internet of uh, MJF at five years old uh, appearing as a guest on the Rosie O'Donnell show. And isn't it crazy? His name is really MJF. MJF <laughs> Max. He was introduced as Max Friedman. Rosie had him singing "You Are My Sunshine" on the show, and he was such a little douchebag too, just like he is now. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> so many. Uh, do you have any brothers or sisters? One sister. When the how old is she? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It was. What surprises me though is uh, Brian Pillman Jr. getting the win mm-hmm. over uh, MJF. Bit of a surprise. Mm-hmm. I know they're in the middle of this big feud, and maybe. I don't know. I just I never really see Pillman as that great of a wrestler, but it seems like the fans in MLW really like him. Well, they did send a uh, holiday and um, uh, Hammerstone back to the back. True. The, the yeah. But I mean, Brian Pillman has only been wrestling for a little while, and I still see some rawness in him. But MJF has been around for a while. He's a pretty talented wrestler, so I just don't know. I just surprised me. It was a surprising move. I do have to say, we didn't get seen H two promo this week, which I like. That I really like. All right. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm not going to go on to all the – because none of the actual, like, backstage things this week really were 
all that great. But so let's skip to yeah. uh, a team I know you love in your heart so much: Myron Reed and Rich Swan taking on. I'm sure you're mistaken. <laughs> taking on Lance Noy and Jimmy Uda. Um, this is one of those matches. Like, I kind of hate when 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 companies do this because, like, you know, Lance Noy and Jimmy Uda they barely wrestle for MLW. Yep, and apparently they, they said this was uh, Lance Noy's uh, debut M- MLW debut. Yeah. So, did you really think Myron Reed and Rich Swan, who have a big story going on, uh, I think it's ridiculous that they come out with the. They're mad because they beat up a referee and got suspended. <laughs> I yeah okay. Well, you, 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 you beat up a referee, which you think was going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> so we're supposed to be sympathetic for whatever. <laughs> Just stupid. Um, I like Jim Uta. Um, I've seen him in some stuff before, hoping he gets a chance down the road to, to show more of his stuff because he's an interesting wrestler with a good look. Uh, Myron Reed and Rick Swan, t- Rich Swan taking the win. Uh, like I said, so annoying to see mm-hmm. Rich Swan being two different people every week. Yeah. Yeah. So, main event uh, your good friend, Los Angeles Park. Los Angeles Park's open contract answered by Sammy Callahan. Interesting. Now, folks who, you know, we, we dump on Sammy Callahan a lot because, well, because he's crappy and deserves it. But um, <laughs> this is so weird that he's in this position where he's almost the good guy here, you know? Like, I I, th- I think I even heard the announcer saying, oh, Sammy's got uh, some fans here tonight. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> like, did you see Sammy Kalaya's friends? It's got to be friends. It's got to be friends of OVE. Like, <laughs> friends and family. Uh, <laughs> uh, L.A. Park gets the win. Uh, they're really pushing the crap out of L.A. Park. I mean, he won mm-hmm. He won Battle Riot. Now he's won this. I mean, the guy's 87 years old. So, does he really... Th- <laughs> do you really think a match of him and... Uh, Tom Lawler is going to be that great? I, I don't know. Not really. I don't know. Um, got to see our boy Mance a little bit on the show. Not He didn't get to wrestle, but... Uh, no, but he did the backstage interview where he answered Sammy Callahan's challenge for next week. And uh, you know what? I love Mance. More Mance, yeah, then, less yeah, Callahan. Yeah. I love the I love how you t- had the way he talks to the to the interview. Yeah, he <laughs> pet up, he pet down. Now he gets a light beer. Do you know what the best thing is? He actually fans. He actually does knee pad up and knee pad down in his matches. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that guy is so great. Um, so this week's show, you know what? I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna give it a B plus. Okay. Yeah, B plus because Mance is always interesting. Yeah, Mance really kind of pushes it a little bit over. It was a little more. Yeah. It had a little more personality than ROH did this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes. for that reason, I'm going to give it. We forgot to give a rating to NXT UK. Um, I'm going to give it a B minus because, uh, first of all, Jenny is a waste of time. I don't know why she would ever make the main yeah. event. And uh, yeah, that is so weird. I know. I don't know how did she get to mean when she's not main event. Uh, it's not material at all. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm going to I'm going to C minus on that one. All right. You know what? Uh, now the more I talk about uh, NXT UK, my anger's coming back. So I think we better look open the book of shame because Uh-oh. we know some MFers going back in there. We warned them. So <laughs> I, I have, do you have the book open yet? Dun, dun, I do have the book open. Read who we have yes, in there now and see if they've made it out of the book this week. First, we have that NXT backstage interviewer. The NX- oh yeah, no, you know what? This coincides with who's going on. Now, now that guy stays. <laughs> he said a word that. Urgh. Okay, next. 
Then we have Facade. <laughs> facade, you'll forever be in there with Callahan. <laughs> but not in the mean we way. Have, You're just kind of goofy looking as all hell. <laughs> we have yeah, that uh, word that starts with F. Oh, this is the word. Okay, fans, if you've just watched the show a lot, you just keep hearing us refer to the word. This is a word I'm going to say right now that I promise I'm not going to say for four episodes or five episodes, maybe six. And maybe down the road, if people might forget, Elio might mention the word then too, only so you guys can learn to hate the word as much as we do. And that word is fashionista. The stupidest word I've ever heard attached to a woman's <laughs> wrestler. Now that NXT guy that we had in the beginning there, that jerk off said yep. it, so he's in there. And nope. this week we're we're putting somebody back in for using that word again, but we'll get to the end of the okay. list. Yep. And then there's Jimmy Havoc. Jimmy Havoc, gross. You stay in, buddy. <laughs> Madman Fulton. Ugh. Yeah. You know what? Let's face it. OVE guys are all going to be staying in. Yep. The one fall chant. Eh, I only heard it once this week, so that was kind of nice. Um, I'm starting to get indifferent. I'm starting to not care. Maybe, okay. So I, I don't know. If you want it in or out, I, I'm, I'm very indifferent. Yeah, it doesn't really matter to me. Ah, let's take it out for now. When it starts to annoy us, we'll put it back in. Like I just, I've just learned to tune it out. Yeah, yeah. It's not as annoying as I thought it would be. And of course, I won't mention the other uh, three OVEs because, of course, uh, with Fulton, it's four. So yeah, yeah. You know what? And then we have Sammy Callahan yep. is the reason we made this book. So yeah, he's never getting out. <laughs> and then we have Tommy Jean. Oh, he gets his own chapter. He's another. <laughs> He's another wiener that we're going to keep in there. <laughs> and the newest one, going back in. Going back in. Are you ready for this, fans? Are we ready? Hey, let's let's set up one of those, uh, if you made the book of shame thing. Uh-oh. Okay. Rick, are you there? All right. The guy going in. The guy who uh, was in there at one time. And we put him in there mm-hmm. because here's a guy that you respect. Here's a guy who was a great wrestler, a great announcer, but when he starts pulling jerk-off crap, like using the word fashionista, and trying to make that sound like it's cool, I'm sorry, Nigel McGuinness, you have lost all respect for me. Get your ass back in the book. <laughs> Nigel McGuinness is now back in the book. All right. You'll just read the book! Oh, shame. Sorry, Nigel, you brought this crap on yourself. <laughs> Well, you know what? Let's look at a cooler book. Let's look. Let's look open the vault. You know what? Okay, let's open the vault. We'll open the vault. Let's. I know because we there is a match that I want to nominate, and if you're interested, we'll put it in there. I realized. Okay. Um, well, first of all, let's see the matches that are in there now, and 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 see what we got. Okay, so so far in the matches that we have in the vault, we have Kota Ibushi versus Will Osprey and Kenny Omega versus Hiroshi Tanahashi from Wrestle Kingdom. Okay. The Lucha Brothers versus LAX for the Impact Wrestling Tag Team mm-hmm. Tag Team Championships. Mance Warner versus Los Angeles Park Deathmatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, from G1 Supercard, Kota Ibushi versus Tetsuya Naido and Jeff Cobb versus Will Ospreay. Okay, and are those are the ones we have so far, right? Those are the ones you have so far. Now, the one match I'm going to nominate next is, um, <clears throat> I guess I didn't really bring it up because it didn't. F- well, it should have fallen under our banner, but it didn't, okay? <laughs> and that is WWE NXT UK champion Walter winning that belt from Pete Dunne at uh, TakeOver. Okay. Now, I get that it fell on a TakeOver show, but basically there are guys guesting in there, and it was our yep. belt. So I say I would like to nominate this match because I thought it was a tremendous match. Okay. What do you think? Yep, definitely. All right. That was a great match. Let's <clears throat> let's put her in there. Oh, okay. 
Now, we've come to that uh, final few minutes of the show, folks. You know what? We, we've had a lot of fun talking wrestling. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we've stimulated we, some we stuff. Figured, we forgot something. We forgot oh, did something. we forget um, something? The time for the vault. Oh, I guess we're going to have to go look back that and tell our technician. But uh, you know what? Um, folks, it's been a great week of wrestling, just like always. We have some good stuff coming up. I'm pretty sure New Japan is going to have a lot more to talk about next week because the road to Dantaka will have a bunch of matches. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I am going on vacation, um, Elio, uh, tom- oh, tomorrow okay. night. But I am still going to be following wrestling, and I will be back in time for us to shoot the match or to shoot our show next week. And uh, I will definitely be keeping up, and I'll be keeping in contact with you. Um, okay. Let's hope this week is a little better than last week for me. Okay. Um, All right. Plus, let's face it, folks. This is my 25th episode in a row. I could not skip out, right? Make it to 24 and skip out. That doesn't make sense. So, yeah, it was a tough week. But you know what? My love of wrestling, my love of you fans, and my love of Elio here brought me all back. Um, I'm glad. You know what? I you forgot one person. Who did I? If you say Miguel Cole, I swear to God. Oh, Lannis Morrison. <gasps> I have sinned. I am so sorry, Alanis. <laughs> I This is how distracted I've been that I forgot the savior of my heart. The, the only woman who could make Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley seem like, ah, they're okay. Um, oh, damn. Alanis Morissette. Thank you, Alanis. You know what? All of Canada is holding our hearts right now, thinking of Alanis Morissette. Wow, that sounded weird. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Elio, you maniac. Tell the people. Okay, first of all, you know what? Before we tell you people how to get a hold of us, don't forget to watch those maniacs over at WPOV Wrestling. Okay. These guys. Yeah, their shows, their shows are great. And I don't know what happened to their show this past week, but uh, something got messed up. They're technician. I love how they did a two-hour show. It got all lost. But Tony went ahead, did 40 minutes to try and – or maybe it was 20 minutes. But he went in and did like a, a minor show to, to catch people up, try and condense all of that yep. in. And yet he still had the time to insult me in his show. all right tony if that's the way we're gonna play you think the puppet's scared (laughs) i got nothing (laughs) anyhow and hey did you notice that they they had a hater comment of the week and he was some he was the same guy he was one of the few guys that actually commented on our poll last week. Uh, you know, he said some yeah, nice stuff uh, about Jay Thomas, Lethal. Yeah, uh, Tom, Thomas, Thomas James Little got, a, they got the hater comment of the week. I thought it was pretty funny. He called those three foreign wrestlers, uh, what was it, uh, no uh, green card or something like that. I, I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. I guess uh, I guess maybe sometimes Canadian humor doesn't quite translate with Americans. I, I don't know. This little guy, though, he made me laugh, but I guess he didn't make the other guys laugh. <laughs> now, uh, Elio, tell everyone where they can get a hold of uh, hold of us on... Uh, oh, like I, before I got out of hand, every Saturday, check out WPOV. Uh, these guys, you know, you got uh, Tony, um, the meanest man in the world, uh, t- talking about... He's leading the troop with uh, Mimi. He's got uh, Rick Serrano, the... What was he, third or third? I can never remember. And... Um, and the, the third and, and the sock puppet isn't it called lamb chop or something i don't know um <laughs> maybe miguel lamb chop i don't know but uh those guys those maniacs have a pretty fun time talking wwe um yep they cover they cover it all man they cover all the wwe stuff except uk which we do um check them out 
fun time. They're every Saturday. We're every Wednesday. Um, but hey, we want to hear. I want to hear your memories, folks. I want to hear what uh, got you into wrestling. Uh, yeah. Leave a comment, and hey, maybe you just want to you yeah. know type in and t- type in and say, hey, you know, uh, TJ, you were awesome, and Elio was just barely getting by. I get that. Take your chance. Oh, 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 <laughs> damn, oh, damn, damn, snap, brother. Anyways, tell the people where they can find us, and then tell them where yeah. they can write us. Heck, tell them whatever you want, Elio. I'm listening. Yeah, you can find us all at uh, Wrestling POV Podcast on Facebook. Wrestling POV on Instagram, Wrestling POV1 on Twitter, and we are on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean. Is that it? And oh, I, sorry, you lost And iHeartRadio. And iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Uh, we're not on, um, I don't know, I was going to make something up. We're not on Zoom? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, Zoom is a real app. Oops. Sorry. Oops. <laughs> that, that's a real, it's a real app. Are we on Zoom? I have Are we on Zoom? Nope. Oh, well, screw you, Zoom. All right. Folks, <laughs> <laughs> we've had a fun time as always. Um, we wish you guys the best of the week. Um, we'd like to throw, like we say, we do think of not only you fans in the U.S., not only you fans across Canada, but there are a lot of countries that we're seeing that are downloading us right now. I want to say a big privyette to our Russian fans. I want to say hello to our Korean fans, our Chinese fans, our English, Irish, and uh, German. And what other countries were we getting in there? Do you remember? Uh, did we get any Australians? I don't know. They're upside down. Uh, if you believe the, did we say China? I said I, I said China. Um, oh, you said China. Yeah, yeah. And and according to Flat Earthers, the Australians are only Spanish actors hired to pretend, anyways. So, oh. <laughs> anyhow, fans, have yourselves a great week. Elio, say goodbye to the people. All right. Take care.